Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So much to get to. Uh, if you're watching this, I don't, I don't know if you can see the the desk piled with stories. There's a lot of trees that were sacrificed for today's program. Uh, a lot of characters sacrificed uh, themselves on my uh, show prep sheet on my computer. Oh my goodness! A lot of characters. A lot yeah. of lot of ones and zeros over there. Yeah, it's a, right. it's a bunch of letters and things. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, but they all gave. They all gave what they had, and uh, uh, that's, that's all you can ask for. It's, it's beautiful. It really kind of brings a tear to your eye. Um, something that's not quite as beautiful is the fact that this virus they're talking about in China originated there. In the city it originates in China, there might be as many as 4,000 people infected. All righty then. 4,000. That's 574 or something worldwide. But maybe just in China, it could be 4,000 or more. Oh. Now, um, 500 people, they say, uh, have been documented. So over 500 people have gotten sick with this. 17 have died from it. Uh, so it's uh, it's a little bit scary. It's a little bit contagion-esque. Although I think the death rate in contagion was quite a bit higher than, than the death rate here. Uh, so far. Yes, yeah, so far. <laughs> and a lot more people were infected. I mean, if you've seen that documentary... Um, and how old is that documentary? When did that come on? 2011. Oh, okay, so it's not 20 years old. Yeah, it's, it seems much older than that, though. It's only nine years old now. Yeah. Huh. All right. I, yeah, because Gwyneth Paltrow uh, had already, you know, she was a pretty, pretty, pretty big sh- star by the time she played in Contagion. <clears throat> and in the 90s, she was just getting started, really. So, uh, I think she was just introduced to um, Harvey Weinstein about that time. Yep, correct. <laughs> yes. Uh I think that's I think that's how they denote time now in Hollywood, uh, pre and post Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> His trial's going on right now, uh, in fact. Uh, so we'll see how how all that turns out. <clears throat> uh, just before we get into all the madness, I thought we might start with uh, some uh, fun from the internet, some tweets and things. Uh, yesterday we discussed the cheating scandal. With the Houston Astros. Yeah. Ah, I hate it. I hate that they've tainted themselves like this. And we talked about this yesterday. So they could only do this at home because that's where they had control over the technology and all that was going on. And they had a better road record than they did at home. So what do you do? Why do you keep doing it then? So weird. Really strange. So here is a uh, sign outside a church. Or is it a truck yard? Yeah, I guess it's a truck yard, it says. Uh, and there's the sign. Had a funny sign planned for this week, but the Astros stole it. Aha, uh-huh, see, it's <laughs> a double entendre. There we go. They I stole their sign. Get it? They stole the sign. Like a... Had a funny sign planned uh-huh. for this week. Right, but. But the Astros stole it. <laughs> good morning. That's good. Traffic and weather together every eight minutes out of the threes coming up this morning. Good morning, everybody. Then we have this uh, meme, if uh, and it features these two wonderful people, Aunt Becky and what's her face uh, from Felicity. Yeah, Huffman. Felicity Huffman yeah. and Lori Laughlin. 
if you get caught cheating, uh, getting if you get caught, if you cheat getting into college, uh-huh. you can go to jail. Oh boy! If you cheat getting into America, you can go to college. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's brilliant. There it is. There's America 2020. That's brilliant. Thank you, Pixie three one one eight. That one. That's so true. <laughs> also, uh, apparently, Biden had another blow up yesterday. Yeah, he can't with control a himself. He, he is out of control right now. I mean, Seriously. he's so sensitive. He does not like getting called out on stuff. And this wasn't. I mean, this is. Well, you'll see. The, the reporter just trying to ask him questions, and the guy's ignoring him. Here's what happened. Well, yesterday, yesterday, you said you accepted Bernie's apology, and now you're attacking him. Why are you doing that? Why wasn't his apology enough, Mr. Vice President? Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Just calm down. Man. It's okay. No, you, he you calm down. for saying that I was corrupt. Man. He didn't say anything about whether or not mm-hmm. I was telling the truth about Social Security. Thank you guys. Challenge him to a push-up contest, Joe. That would be cool. You want to do some push-ups? A little squirt? You want to? You 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 want to race me outside? We'll do some wind sprints, huh? You why 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 why? Wow, you need to relax, man. No, he doesn't. You do. You need. And then as he turns to walk away, I love the little side fist to his chest. Yeah, yeah. All right. All of that threatening and intimidating. You you okay? He's a thug. Joe Biden's a thug, period. He he mm-hmm. he would fight. Oh, he would. He I would think he fight would. for the presidency. I think he would physically. Wow, that's <laughs> so. Bernie called him corrupt, which he is. Yeah, but uh, there's the pot calling the kettle black because uh, <laughs> Bernie himself pretty corrupt as well. <laughs> I, know. I couldn't. I don't know if you heard this yesterday. On Glenn's show, but he had Peter Schweitzer on, who's a really good journalist. And Schweitzer has a new book called uh, Profiles in Corruption. Mm -hmm. And it features Joe Biden and his family. And it wasn't just Hunter either who got rich during his uh, vice presidency. It was five members of his family. His brother, his sister, uh, his daughter, his uh, son, of course, Hunter. I mean, it's it's amazing the case he lays out. And he's he cites all of his sources, too. He's got about 100 pages of of sources that he, he alludes to. It's just, it's incredible. Then he talks about Bernie and his wife and all the shady dealings they've had over the years. They don't have any trouble with uh, making money. They just don't want you to. Mm-hmm. And they don't want you to find That's out all. about it. Yep. Yeah, they they want to be rich. They want to be millionaires and billionaires. They just don't want you to be. They got a good thing going here, and uh, people need to back off. Okay. And it doesn't end there. It's uh, Elizabeth Warren as well, Cory Booker, virtually all of these Democrat candidates, and how corrupt they are. Uh, it's a crazy book. We should get Peter Schweitzer on. Okay. Because that uh, it was shocking to me. I hadn't I had no idea about a lot of that stuff. I mean, you, you know, you assume, I guess, some corruption, but I don't know if you assume everybody in it is. It just goes to show how corrupting power can be, and when they have power for this long, they they just dip their hands into the cookie jar. They think they've got it coming to them. They think, well, I've done I've done so much. I got a little, and and I'm only being compensated one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars here. I'm I need to get mine. I'm in public service, man. Yeah.
if not for me, uh, people would be much worse off. And I, they probably justify it that way in their minds. But it's it's amazing <laughs> the things they've done and and the list of people who've done it. Really crazy. So hopefully we'll get Peter Schweitzer on to talk about it. Meanwhile, Michael Bloomberg has passed the $200 billion spending uh, threshold mm. in advertisements already. We're not even to Iowa yet. We haven't gotten to Iowa. He started in November. So in, you know, what, two and a half, three months, he spent $200 million. This guy wants it so badly. And when you want it that badly, I got to say, no, you can't have it. No. There's something going on there. Why? Why do you want this gig so desperately? Uh, got a new global survey. It talks about the dislike for capitalism. For two decades, this has been a poll, and they've, uh, they've surveyed tens of thousands of people on their trust in the core institutions. And uh, the study's authors said earlier surveys showing a rise of inequality prompted them to ask whether citizens were now starting to have more fundamental doubts about the capitalist-based democracies of the West. The answer is yes, according to David Bursoff, who's the lead researcher. People are questioning at that level whether what we have today and the world we live in today is optimized for their having a good future. It just shows how they've been indoctrinated by, the, by leftists. The poll contacted over 34,000 people in 28 countries, and they asked, about, uh, que- they asked questions about the U.S. and France, China and Russia. Uh, 56% agree. Capitalism as it exists today does more harm than good in the world. That is crazy. That is just nuts. Wow. And uh, you said 56 countries? No, it's a bunch of, it's uh, 56% of the people. No, but how many countries did they call though? Uh, It doesn't, it said 34,000 people, didn't say how many countries. I just wonder which ones exactly, you know? Just kind of like to know. Um, yep. Uh, only in Australia, Canada, the United States, South Korea, Hong Kong, and Japan did majorities disagree with the ass- assertion that capitalism did more harm than good. So in the United States, at least, people still lean toward m- m- capitalism more than they do socialism. <laughs> uh, that's For uh, now. Yeah. Ugh. Jeez. Also... Did you see that Conor McGregor, who's a, a big UFC star, MME, the martial, mixed martial art uh-huh. fighter, yeah. he won again over the week. He came back out of retirement <laughs> and beat up on that, uh, uh, what's this, Donald Cowboy? Yeah, Cowboy. Yeah. Cerrone. Yeah. And, and the only reason I know that is because uh, Hillary Kennedy uh, was uh, telling oh, that's me right. she was giving me the lowdown on the fight in like 41 seconds or something like that. 40 we should seconds. never end to talk about it. She's a huge <laughs> US, UFC fan. So I knew uh, nothing about this fight uh-huh. except for what she uh, discussed with me earlier this week in the hall. <laughs> she watched it, though, I bet, right? Yeah. She watches everything. Yeah. When do you want to get her in here? Have her give us a lowdown on that. Because uh, apparently he turned uh, the post-game uh, presser into a, uh advertisement for his uh, Irish whiskey. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> That guy is something else. And I did try that, and it is very good. So, Oh, really? Yeah. It's called Proper 12, Proper I think. Proper 12, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, 
I I don't know why he did this. Uh, he just he, it just makes you a little leery on his behalf because he just praised President Donald Trump. Oh no! As oh. a phenomenal president who oh. sits atop the shoulders of many amazing giants that came before him. Okay, all right. The early stages of the. <laughs> He said the early stages of his term also incredible. Congrats and happy Martin Luther King said this the other day on MLK Day. So uh, <laughs> can I just say that that the he's, man gets into a ring and punches people in the face into oblivion and receives mm-hmm. the same right? Yeah, that's less dangerous than what he just did by speaking like oh, that. Oh, by far. <laughs> no, no doubt about that. Uh, he said, phenomenal, pr- phenomenal president, quite possibly the best the USA has ever had. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. All right, somebody send the man a book on Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> well, yes, that and, but what giblets the guy has. Yeah. That's truly a brave statement because there's going to be half the population that just hates his guts now. If you know, if you hate Trump and he just said that about you're not a fan of his anymore. Because those people are just crazy like that. They they would divorce you in a heartbeat for something like this. But I wonder I, I don't know. I wonder I wonder what the politics are of uh folks that watch those fights. You know? Yeah. Like how many are yeah, how watching many, anyhow? I, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I don't know that they've ever done that. The uh whether or not UFC fighters lean conservative. Yeah, probably because we we enjoy violence so much, right? We enjoy sp- uh, spilling blood and beating people into submission because that's the kind of stuff we do. Yeah, there's just a lot of hatred in us, and so yeah, it's probably all conservative. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We all know that losing your hair is uh, certainly suboptimal. It sucks, and uh, for a long time they didn't really know what the what the cause was. And then they found out that the cause of a lot of hair loss is a hormone called DHT. So the FDA approved two hair treatments that help control your DHT and prevent hair loss. And it can even trigger hair regrowth in about 65% of the cases. Now, until now, those products were really expensive because they were the brand name. But now Keeps offers the generic versions of these two FDA-approved hair products. So not only are they up to 90% effective, but they're totally affordable, and we're going to make them even more affordable. First of all, you can you can save your hair without ever leaving your couch if you want. You can answer a few questions online, snap a few pictures of your hair, send those in, and then a licensed doctor will review your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped discreetly to your door. So if you're tired of hair loss... Uh, here's a free online doctor consult for you and 50% off your first order. Get 50% off your order and a free doctor consultation by going to keeps.com slash pat. That's keeps.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> Been enjoying the set of trials so far? Oh, have oh, I? Man. Oh, my goodness. Man, oh, man, a ship. You don't know fun until you've had C-SPAN radio up to That's your exactly ear all right. day. That's exactly right. Is there? Could there be any more entertaining viewing than that? Oh, I don't oh. I don't think so. Or, or, yeah, listening, though. Or listening. I mean, because then you get to paint Either the one. pictures. 
And you don't have to just vomit by looking at the TV screen when you see Adam Schiff. You can just imagine him in your head, which is how I went through yesterday. <sighs> that guy. <laughs> oh, he, he is he's almost impossible to take. It's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, without just taking a hammer to your television set and just beating it into submission. And I really like my new TV, and so therefore that's why I can't watch it. Right. You see. Yeah, I do see. <laughs> uh, I mean, there. They claimed that their case was so good before, and then they got even more information. We got so much now, and it's not just this Lev Parnas guy. It's There's documents and, and evidence. It's spilling out of people's butts. Oh. It's uh, Yeah, it's everywhere. That's how prevalent this information is. <laughs> We can't even we can't even control it. We can't contain it all in wheelbarrows. Boy. We're trying to wheel Ooh. it in here. It's a bad time to be a house manager. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he's, he stands up there and he spews the same slop he did during the house hearing. It's gross. Mm-hmm. It's it's madness. Yeah. So if you didn't get to uh, watch it, and you know you had a life yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want do you want the uh, Jim Jordan real quick 60 second summary of what you missed? I would love that. Okay, here we go. We're supposed to believe Adam Schiff today and everything he's saying. Remember, this is a guy who said we have more than circumstantial evidence that there was coordination between Trump and Russian influence election. That turned out to be false. Adam Schiff said the Nunes memo was false. Michael Horowitz told us no, it wasn't. It was exactly right. Adam Schiff said you can trust the FISA court. Michael Horowitz told us last month, no, you can't. They lied to the FISA court 17 times. Adam Schiff told us we're going, we look forward to hearing from the whistleblower. Adam Schiff said, we've had no contact with the whistleblower. And then just yesterday, the story where he misrepresents to all yep. of you, to, to, yep. to Chairman Nadler, and most importantly to the White House counsel, that Mr. Z is Mr. Zelensky, when in fact it was Zolchevsky. So, Thank but you. today we're supposed to believe him. He just talked for two hours and 15 minutes, and we're supposed to believe everything he said today. In, in spite of that history, where seven important things he had exactly wrong. So, yeah, when he talks about mm-hmm. Sondland, he doesn't tell you that was all presumption. Mr. Sondland said that when, when Congressman Turner asked him under oath at the hearing. So that's the kind of, that's the kind of game they're playing here. And, and, again, I think the American people see through it all. Was it wrong? I hope so. I hope you're right. Uh, nope. I think you almost slipped there. That's the kind of, uh, yeah. uh, need another word here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we know where you're going, Jim. It's hard because it is such BS that it's hard not to actually say it outright. What a joke. Co-workers of the alleged whistleblower say they heard him plotting Trump's removal back in 2017. Okay, so Eric Sharamella, who's the whistleblower, mm-hmm. uh, some people who worked with him said that they heard him discussing ways to get President Trump out of office within days of his inaug- inauguration. But wait a minute. I thought what, what he did to earn impeachment happened in 2019. Yeah, I, I thought so too. The timeline is just strange. Yeah. Hmm. Sources who spoke about it under the condition of anonymity said Sharamella talked about ousting Trump with Sean Misko. Sharamella and Misko were holdovers from the Obama administration's national security team. Well, that'll do it. They were upset about Trump's policy changes. Apparently, uh, he changed. You know what? You know what policy change they were pissed off about? Mm. America first. Yep. Put America first. And that's where we're at, man. Uh, is that weird? So, I guess they must want America last or somewhere in the middle, but they certainly don't want America first. Why wouldn't you want that? If you're an American and you're you're a patriot, 
you don't believe we should put ourselves first and then, you know, and then worry about the rest of the world. Should we should ensure that we're going to be strong and remain strong and powerful and secure and then you can help others. Uh, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. According to the sources, Sharmella and Misko are friends and they were upset about Trump's policies. They were popping off about how they were going to remove Trump from office. Wow. And both expressed uh, anger, uh, as we mentioned, over the America First situation because that was so different from Barack Obama. They put America last. America's America uh, selfish and uh, needs to be put, put last. Put Kenya up there, my home country. Whoa. Is that a quote? <laughs> yeah, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, okay. But just days after he was sworn in, they were already talking about how to get rid of him. These witnesses say they weren't just bent on subverting his agenda. They were plotting to actually have him removed from office. Goodness. Um, Misco joined House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff's staff last July, one day after President Trump's infamous call with Ukrainian President Zelensky. Misko allegedly advised the whistleblower during the process of filing the complaint and helped run the impeachment investigation. So you know these three. These two guys got together with Adam Schiff, and the three of them con- concocted how they could impeach the president. Well, but I thought he's never met the whistleblower. Yeah, so how I know. how could they possibly be coordinating? I don't understand. Not only had he not met the, met the whistleblower, he, he didn't even know who it was. <laughs> guy was completely in the dark the whistleblower i don't know him <laughs> oh okay all right a little different than your story before he's been caught in so many lies now lie after lie after lie under an obscure rule lawmakers on the senate floor are only allowed to drink milk <laughs> or water yes yes that is a weird rule why well well, we'll get into that. Uh, the archaic dairy directive applies year-round, but was spotlighted Tuesday as what's expected to be a marathon proceeding kicked off. Uh, Florida Rep. Rick Scott said the rules only allow senators to drink water and milk on the Senate floor during the impeachment trial. The uh, deep-cut rule multiple users pointed out, appears to date to a 1966 hearing in which uh, then-Senator Senate Minority Leader Everett Dirksen requested a tall glass of milk for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Is it in violation of the Senate rules if the senator from Illinois asked one of the page boys to go to the restaurant and bring him a glass of milk, Dirksen asked? If it it is in the violation of the rules, I'll forget it. (laughs) So it was just water. But then Dirksen was just like, ah, you know what? I want milk. I'm going to go crazy here. Presiding officer said there is nothing in the rules to prohibit the senator from requesting <laughs> a glass of milk. So you can get the milk there and you, you can get the uh, water. water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can't have, like, say, Coke? I Pepsi? guess not. No. That's really uh, strange. It's very strange. Hmm. <sighs> All right. Maybe they don't want to endorse products, maybe? Although, if you bring in a bottle of water, it's going to have a product name on it. I don't know. Amazing. Uh, Also, yesterday, 
Who is Chucky Schumer talking to in this little video? Check this out. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, first he, he walks up to uh, Mitch McConnell, has a quick word with uh, with him. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. Now. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm gonna go sit down now. Okay. All right. And uh, but, uh, somebody's no, in gonna... my seat. Somebody's in my seat. Now get out. Wait. Who? Who are you talking to? <laughs> there was no one there. <coughs> that is uh, concerning. It was a little weird. Yep. There he is. Let's He's see that again. Here. All right, so. Watch this again. Hey, Mitch. Already uh, taps his, I don't know who that is, a little too aide cold or for, somebody. Too cold for golf, uh, so we'll have to reschedule. Moves across the aisle. I'm going to sit down here. Orders somebody out of his chair. There's no one in it. <laughs> uh, now, maybe the lady behind him is who he was talking to. I don't know, but it looks. it just looks awesome. Did the lady behind him sit, say, No, hey, she didn't respond, no. Hey, where do you sit? And he yeah. said, right here. And he pointed to the yeah. chair. No, that's not what happened. As soon as this ghost gets out of my chair, get out of there, Casper. Get, you get. That's some weird stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there you go. You know, modern Chuck technology Schumer. is showing us that about 80% of our representatives are just stark raving insane. Yeah. They're just nuts. <laughs> Jeez. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Politico CNN tool Joe Lockhart tweeted oh, again. Oh no, this guy. This again. is bizarre. This is the guy who who was like, um, Jack, you should investigate Ted Cruz because I oh, think yeah. he just tweeted uh, from the floor of the Senate and And they're not supposed to have electronics. Right. And then Ted Cruz, of course, responded with the come and take it flag and replaced the cannon with a cell phone. And now Joe Lockhart's at it again yesterday. This is insane. This guy needs to be, his press pass needs to be revoked. Okay, he's supposedly a journalist. And he's with the political, and I guess he writes for both political and CNN. Uh, and here's what, he, here, here's what he tweeted out. Overheard a convo conversation between two Republican senators who only watch Fox News. Now, first of all, how would you know they only watch Fox News? Is this stuff real? I haven't heard any of this before. I thought it was all about a server. If half the stuff Schiff is saying is true, we're up S's Creek. Hope the White House has exculpatory evidence. Okay. So that's a conversation. That's a conversation he overheard. He reports as having yeah. overheard that between two Republican senators who are like, wow, this is bad for Trump. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, that's good. Babylon B then then sees that tweet and says, leave the satire to us. And sure enough, Joe Lockhart then follows up with... Okay, maybe I made up the conversation. But you know that's exactly what they're, thi- what they're thinking. Get him out I mean, of that there. That is despicable. That's Get freaking... him Despicable. Out. If somebody wouldn't have called him out on that, would he have just gone with that lie? I don't know. I don't know. This guy is a... <laughs> This, I can't, can't wait to see what day three brings us. You can't do this as a journalist. How does this guy have a job? Seriously, this is a fireable offense. This guy should be fired immediately from Politico and CNN. If, if he's just a, you know, if he if he just moonlights for these organizations, if he's just a freelancer, they need to they need to stop taking his stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. Um, before we go to break, uh, we have another clip from Adam Schiff uh, just from yesterday. I want you to see this clip. Uh, uh, play that from yesterday. The president's misconduct cannot be decided at the ballot box, for we cannot be assured that the vote will be fairly won. Wow. Yeah. We can't let you vote for president, man. 
We're this voting is, for president. This is what they're doing. They're <laughs> they're already tainting the election in the minds of the American people. This is despicable and un-American. And again, I hate to say it, but I have to. <laughs> Here we if go. the Republicans were doing this, mm-hmm. it would they would be fear mongers. They would be uh, defrauding the election. I, this is unbelievable what they're doing here in telling you that if Trump isn't removed, he's going to cheat his way into a second term and it won't be legitimate. Wow, that is just, it's dangerous, so dangerous, so irresponsible, and such an outrageous lie. Everybody knows Trump did not affect the last election. Other than winning it fair and square, he didn't. He didn't taint it. He didn't work in cahoots with the Russians. They're trying to make it out as if he did, but they know. They know damn good and well he didn't. This is just—it's seriously uh, un-American and really bad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. There's much more ground to cover here. We won't be able to get to it all, but. It's uh, There's a lot you need to know, and uh, we'll get it to you as much as we possibly can today. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple A 933 at it, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, down with cacistocracy. Tweets, uh, speaking well of Trump isn't McGregor's biggest problem, but he better stay away from criticizing Hillary. That'll get him suicided. (laughs) Yeah. Lance Prasado, uh, this has been an unprecedented (laughs) week. Four giblets in two consecutive days. Oh, that's true. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard Mm. a lot of giblet talk up in here. All right. I'm glad to see uh, Short Girl M using the uh, moniker Lance Prasado now. Um, That's a definition we learned yesterday. Someone who shows up conveniently with no money. Oh, okay. That's good. Ultra crepidarian pedophagger at your dispen- uh, dispensation <laughs> tweets. Evidence is falling out of their butts. Yeah, that's why I listened to Pat Gray Unleashed in the morning. That's that's a Pat quote. Yeah, happy to do it for Evidence you. Evidence is falling, falling out, out of their, their butts. butts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I said falling or spilling, but it, it was coming out their butts. That much is true. I mean, the cleanup crew. Yeah, uh, I know. Your tax dollars at work. Uh, from Lone Wolf 2965, is chocolification of the milk allowed? Mm, oh. That's a great question. In the well of the Senate? I don't know. Wow. Should ask Mike Lee. <laughs> Prolific uh, CD Chapel. This actually says GD Chapel. It is GD Chapel. It is GD. It's been so long since GD Chapel has tweeted wow, okay. in his prolific way uh-huh. that I mixed it up with CD something else, probably. I don't, I don't know. Huh. Well, I mean, it could have been... G.D. Chapel Or G.E. Smith in the Saturday Night Live band. Possibly. Water and milk laws never stop Ted Kennedy from enjoying other beverages. No. How many votes mm-hmm. do you think that man cast while under the influence? Mm, all of them. Virtually all of them. Keystone Pig, a journalistic example of speaking your truth is positing it as fact. I love that phrase now, too, because that is the in phrase Speak your truth. There's no such thing as your truth and my truth. There's only truth. It's just there's there's things that are true, 
and things that are false. So mm. I yeah. hate that. I hate that phrase. Yep. Jeffy's industrial strength fork. <laughs> I thought it was illegal to lie to Congress. When should we expect charges to be brought against Pee Wee Adam Schiff? That's a good question, too. That should happen. From Scotty Sweatman, no, Pat, these days we only fire reporters if they if they have the opinion that sex is binary. Yeah. That's... Yep. Sad, but true. A uh, Denver Post columnist was just fired, uh-huh. speaking of this, uh, after arguing that there are two sexes. What? That, that got him fired. He had the audacity to say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't have that. No. You know you know as well as I do. I mean, I'm just as excited about free speech as the next guy, but you can't say that. Now, I wonder if he would have been fired if he had argued there were like three or four or five sexes. You know? Oh, yeah, because you're leaving out like 93 sexes in that eventuality. Uh, you can't do that. Okay. John Caldara, president of the Libertarian Independence Institute, announced he's been fired from the Post in Denver. Uh, chalking it up to a difference of style that his ed- editors found too insensitive. Mm. All right? <clears throat> My column is not a soft voice, d- sticky, sweet, NPR-styled piece which employs the language now mandated by the victim-centric, identity-politics-driven media. What seemed to be the last straw for my column was my insistence that there are only two sexes and my frustration that to be inclusive of the transgendered, even that word isn't allowed. That's true. They, they get pissed off when you say transgendered. We must lose our right to free speech. <sighs> he expressed an Associated Press, he criticized an Associated Press directive saying that sex and gender are not binary. He said, and I'm quoting now, don't, don't think these are coming from my lips. <clears throat> I mean, they are, but not originating from me. This is a concept from this guy, and this is why he's fired. <laughs> Because he's this insensitive. Oh, no. Are we ready for this? Listen to this. Here we, here we go. Hang on to something. <clears throat> if you're driving, pull over now, please, for the love of all that is good, right, and holy. I got nothing to hold on to. Gotta... Hang on to your desk. Desk. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm quoting now. Again, I'm quoting. There are only two sexes. <gasps> Identified by an, uh, by an XX or XY chromosome. That is the very definition of... Of binary. Oh no, I let go of my desk. Why the hate? Oh. Why the hate, my friend? This guy. I, I wanted to be there for him. I did, but yeah. this is just indefensible. What's the guy's name? Joe called Joe. I you, Joe the hater? You just gave us no no way out for you, man. It's it's like my <laughs> it's like my pro- program director in Houston used to say, dude, just don't do anything I can't defend. <laughs> and bless his heart, he really meant that. He did. He he'd defend on things that we're defensible, but I never said this. <laughs> you know why? You never had to. In 2001 to 2008, you didn't have to say that there are two sexes and that sex is binary. Gender is binary. Oh my gosh. This is unbelievable. So there are only two sexes identified by an XX or XY chromosome. That's the very definition of binary. The AP ruling, uh, the the AP ruling that it isn't so doesn't change science. Thank you. It's a premeditative attempt to change culture and policy. It's activism, he wrote, and that got him fired. 
some parents weren't thrilled a couple years back when during school their little ones in Boulder Valley School District were treated to videos of a transgender teddy bear teaching the kids how to misuse pronouns or when Colorado's trans community choir sang to kids about a transgender raven. What? I, 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 we didn't even have that story. That's amazing. Uh, what are the protections for a parent who feels transgender singing groups and teddy bears with gender dysphoria might be stigmatizing for their kids? Uh, and there was apparently more. Mm-hmm. He said that he was fired by the paper's editorial page editor. Uh, Megan told me I was the page's most read columnist. Oh, well, that should be enough to help you keep your job, no? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But there's now a uh, permanently and perpetually offended class. And in order to speak, you need to use their terminology. There's a whole lot you can't say that... Uh, whole lot you can't say that ism going on right now. I think that should have been isn't going on right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, but wow. I, it's it's mind-numbing and boggling that you can't say that there are two genders and keep your job as a journalist. So you have to deny science in order to uh, write for the Denver Post. That's incredible. That's absolutely astounding. That's where we're at. It's no longer where we're going. It's where we are. And we are here. And people, his point was that just a few years ago, people were all up in arms about a transgender teddy bear they were making. Uh, I just had this story that we've had for several days now about a doll in Russia that is dressed as a girl. Okay, it has a dress on. I shouldn't say that it's dressed as a girl. It's right. What are you doing? I don't know, man. That was just that was out there. Did we just learn a lesson? (laughs) That was out there. I apologize. It the the doll does come with a dress. (laughs) Underneath the dress is a little uh wee wee. Um a little wee wee. So, yeah, a little wee wee. Yeah, I got out. it. Yeah. Uh, How so tall they've is made, this doll? They've made the doll, um, you know, transgender, which is great. I don't. I, I don't believe to be the world's first transgender doll. Oh boy, I found a picture. I'll have to send. This yeah, to yeah, me. yeah. This is now. Since when do we do anything anatomically correct in dolls? I would be so livid if I came across this. And you're trying to shop this to my children. Uh, it's unbelievable. Long blonde hair, uh, an apparently female face, <laughs> the dress, and then male genitalia underneath. <laughs> Perfect. But I thought Russia was kind of like, they really don't like homosexuality or right. any kind of yeah, you know, I know. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. How's this flying over there? No, people are pissed. It's not flying. It's not flying very high. <laughs> People are very upset about it. And and again, since when do we even have anatomically correct dolls? Since now that we're trying to Oh my goodness. Sell this transgender stuff to you. Wow, that's so amazing. Also, starting this winter term, even more good news. Oregon State University will begin placing free feminine hygiene products in all restrooms on campus. Mm. <laughs> Yay! The men are going to have, you know, tampons in their bathroom now. So that's good. This is not This is not a good development. <laughs> the decision which comes as a result of a student-led initiative, as always, 
It aims to fulfill the needs of people that experience menstruation, regardless of gender. I'm sorry, you don't experience transgender, or you don't experience uh, menstruation, regardless of gender. That can't happen. If you're a woman, if you're a female, then you get menstruation. Men don't. I'm sorry. If you're an actual man with an actual unit of men, you're not going to have menstruation. (laughs) Okay? That doesn't happen. Just so bizarre. Okay, can we stop? That's insane. Again, it's just this effort to create chaos in our society. And well, it's working. It's working. It is. It's Kudos. working like a charm. According to Jillian Chu, queer affairs coordinator for the school's student association. Okay. That's an important uh wait. That's we, an important office, I I feel like. Hold on a at second. A, queer a, affairs coordinator? Yeah. She's the So can we just call it quack? Because that's uh, that's appropriate. Uh, <laughs> queer affairs coordinator. Okay. According to the queer affairs coordinator, not all students who menstruate are female. Eh, she's not correct there. <laughs> we are adding these resources to all bathrooms, as not all students who menstruate are female identified. Okay, well, that's a different thing. If you identify as a man, but you're really a woman, you're still going to menstruate. But you're just identifying, so that doesn't... I'm sorry, you're you're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Hashtag you're not. Oh. Some may identify <laughs> as LGBTQIA2+, male, other, or etc. Those students may not be comfortable entering a specific bathroom if we provided these resources only in a specific bathroom and would exclude them from receiving these resources. <laughs> okay. All right. That's great. Actually, they weren't even inclusive in their LGBT. I actually fixed that for them because mm-hmm. all they wrote here was LGBTQIA+. They missed the other Q, and they missed the two. Should we send the Associated Press uh, yes. copy head over there to yes, uh, we should. lay the hammer down? There should be lawsuits. Uh, somebody should shut these people down. Chu also argued that the new initiative will help accommodate students who may not be able to afford feminine hygiene products. That's great. That's great. Yeah, that's called. Uh, that's got a hashtag now. It's uh, period poverty. Really? Yeah. That's, that's a real thing. It's a total real thing. Yeah. Hashtag period poverty. Period, period poverty. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Do we have? <laughs> no, it isn't. It is. It absolutely is. Oregon Redskin uh, sent me a direct message. Mm. I don't know if I sent the. Uh, yeah, I sent the uh, picture. There it is. Yeah, I sent it to <clears> Rob. <throat> Rob got it up there. Look, hashtag end period poverty. <laughs> End period poverty. And it's to send, huh. uh, you know, uh, feminine hygiene products. Not, can, can I say feminine? I mean, can I say that? I uh, know. Hygiene products uh, huh. uh, to people that can't afford them, which is understandable. But I don't know that we need a, um, a, a whole new uh, phraseology now, period poverty, which oh. will now be in the lexicon to, to line up with, you know, um, climate poverty, which mm-hmm. we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Of course, now I don't know if, if, if period's going to get uh, all these other words added to it because, you know, we've got, we've got, Climate poverty, climate justice, climate change. Um, I've heard climate war. We've gone over these. Climate breakdown. Mm-hmm. I keep a little cheat sheet over here. So now I'm just looking forward to... Um, period poverty. Period poverty and period justice. Yeah, pardon my ignorance on period, period war. poverty. I, that's a that's a topic and an issue I'm not as up on as I should be, period obviously. breakdown. I'm going to rectify that situation. Uh, wow. 
We got we have a little video though from the uh, wonderful women's march. Oh, last weekend, yes. We haven't gotten to this yet. Just <laughs> last weekend. Oh, you're gonna like this. A Let's lot. Take a little peek, peek, a little peeky weeky at the. What do you think about the statement? Only women can get periods. What do you think? Of I course. Do. And they deserve the right to control their own bodies. <laughs> Only men are making these decisions. I say we castrate them all. Oh, good. What do you think about good the idea. men who say they can get periods? They're idiots. Why do you think we should castrate all men? Oh, well, then we won't get pregnant, I guess. All nah. the ones who vote that I don't we think you have any. Have pause it for a second. I, this woman who's speaking right now, I, I don't think she's in danger of ever getting pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> for more than one reason. Yeah, yeah, for more than one reason. All right, let's hear the rest of her wonderful wisdom. Let's just fix it. Castrate. How would you propose the castration? Would you just like well, round up all the men? Like, I think we should just round them up and go for it. What if like humanity ended because there was no more men? Oh, there's still good men. Look around. Who's a good man? Name one. Like, who's your favorite like politician or celebrity who is your ideal man? Um, Bernie Sanders. I can't remember the guy's name. Schiff. Oh. Schiff. Oh, yeah, Adam Schiff. He's oh, Adam awesome Schiff. Uh. Uh, so was Jimmy ah. Carter. What is your favorite quality about Adam Schiff? Oh, Why do you my. think he's a great human being? Because he's honest and he supports <laughs> people. All people, honest. not just men. Kidding me? Women and everyone, immigrants, everyone, black, white, brown, green, uh, whoever. Thank you. Thank you for talking with me. I appreciate it. What a moron. <laughs> Adam Schiff. I mean, he's a dreamboat. Oh, yeah. I mean, when, when you look up the word man in the dictionary... Honest? Well, yeah, if we're going for opposite day. Uh, oh, I think that's what it was. Yep, that explains that whole interview. Over the weekend, it was opposite day. Wow. Jeez. you imagine you, oh, uh, oh. any man being interviewed like that, saying okay. vile things about women? Look at um, that. I mean, that yeah, is a, a specimen man. right there. Yep, he's a sexy Am sexy I right? Hmm. So that was a good, uh, good run through the uh, mm-hmm. transgender fun. Yeah. And I don't know if it's blurred or not. I don't even know if you want it, but I think they have a picture of the uh, Russian doll. If people would like to see that thing with the who, with the, mm-hmm. the little Let's see. PP or whatever you call it. Let's see what you got there. Oh, hello. There it is. Here's your Russian. Help us. Okay. It's uh, And again, it's been a good run. There's y'all. no reason for that. No dolls are anatomically correct. None of them. Not the Ken doll, not the Barbie doll, no no baby dolls. We, we And now this. I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Plus, this year, at least six states are uh, now trying to hatefully restrict <laughs> transgender kids from getting gender reassignment treatments. Say what? Yeah, these hateful people. What? State lawmakers can't stop fighting about the rights of their transgender citizens. Their access to bathrooms, the sports they can play, whether businesses can turn them away because of their gender identity. Listen to them. CNN writes this. Uh huh. <laughs> but according to CNN, they've never weighed restrictions to transgender health care that are this extreme. Since the start of the 2020 legislative session, at least six states have proposed to restrict gender transgender minors' access to gender reassignment treatments including surgery and hormone therapy. Some bills would make it illegal for physicians to administer the treatments. Others would classify the act as child abuse. Good. Yeah, well, it should be. Yes. CNN's a little hacked off about it, though, and that's why they're writing it this way. 
the number of states contemplating whether to restrict transgender youth access to health care is unusual, according to Ryan Thorson, a Yale lecturer and LGBTQIA2 plus rights researcher at Human Rights Watch. No states have enacted a blanket ban on gender reassignment treatment for transgender minors, but the sheer volume of proposals this season is concerning. Concerning. There are alarming signs that things like this could pass in conservative states. Yeah, it got out of the South Dakota House Affairs Committee yesterday by a vote of 8 to 5, the haters. And uh, let's see, Bill. Does it say, do you know what age? Uh, what age is this? 16 and, 16 and younger. Okay. Uh, let's Which see. Which is reasonable. Other states uh, where um, you've got hatred on deck, uh, Florida, yes. Oklahoma, huh. South Carolina, Missouri, so one's missing. Oh, Colorado. Okay, so they wouldn't want they wouldn't want this to happen, but they're perfectly fine with, uh, with the kids having access to birth control without yes. any knowledge of their parents yes. or b- abortion on demand yes. without right. any uh, knowledge of, uh, from their parents. There you go. What a world. What a world. What a world. <laughs> it, uh, <sighs> wow, it's gotten incredibly insane. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. But first, let me take sixty seconds and tell you about Patriot Mobile. They are really doing something exceptional right now. And uh, you know, if you're Watching this, listening to us, whichever you're probably, and you're and you aren't with Patriot Mobile, then you're definitely paying too much for your cell phone service. The major cell phone carriers also donate millions of dollars to left wing causes, to open borders and abortion, and uh, laws to strip away our Second Amendment rights. Well, Patriot Mobile doesn't just talk the talk; they walk the walk, and I I mean literally, join the fight. And join the Patriot Mobile family right now and more than 600,000 people just like you that believe in supporting the sanctity of life. This Friday, so tomorrow, they're going to be participating in the 47th annual March for Life in Washington, D.C. Really cool. You think Verizon's going to be there? (laughs) No. No, they're not. AT&T? No. No, they're not going to be there. Patriot Mobile will be, though. And they also have uh, plans starting as low as $25 a month. With unlimited talk, text, reliable nationwide service, and no hidden fees, it's really easy to switch to. You can also keep your phone, or you can get a new one. You can keep your number or get a new one. So what are you waiting for? Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat, and when you use the offer code pat, you'll get a free month of service when you open a new line of service. Or call their U.S.-based team, 877-367-7524. Either way, join the fight. And uh, get get involved with Patriot Mobile, a company that shares and supports your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat or 877-367-7524. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> I got this tweet from Could Care Less. <laughs> if I cared. <laughs> Only milk and water at the hearings? 
Guess we know why Tipsy Nancy isn't attending. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, from B to Bodine, I'd like the media to dig dip deeper into the milk versus water question at the trial, okay. such as what senators drank soy milk, how many drank almond milk, and the water, distilled or tap? These are the questions America needs to know. From Yanzer, Phoenix, <laughs> if not from the tap, was the water in plastic bottles? Glass bottles? Was it paper boxed water? Paper boxed water. Paper box water. Water. Hash that out. Yeah. You got something there. Uh, maybe. Uh, did somebody send us something? It didn't. Was it GD Chapel? Uh, somebody sent us a paper box writer song, I think, a yeah, while ago. Yeah. Uh, Rebel Libertarian. All of this nonsense that the so called feminist poll. Makes me embarrassed to be a woman. Almost makes me want to rethink how I identify. From Patrick Henry Sr. Thank you, Pat and Keith. I have been a scientifically documented... You've been scientifically documented as a male human. Okay. It wasn't until today that I found out I live in a menstrual desert. Oh, man. Oh, no, no. Yeah. End period A menstruation desert. Mm -hmm. Would it be menstrual? Maybe. Yeah, menstrual. I mean, don't sidetrack me from menstruation in period poverty. <laughs> no, I, I would never do that. Okay. I wouldn't think to do that. From B.S. Mariani, if Adam Schiff and I were the last human beings on the planet, it it would totally end all of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From Occam's Electric Razor, I'm willing to bet Arlen Specter has some thoughts on Adam Schiff's manliness. Oh, does he? You think so? You think so? Arlen, want to talk to us? He walked into the Senate bathhouse naked from head to toe. Looked like a giant spaghetti noodle. <laughs> and then you told him, get out. This is the Senate side. I told side. him, get out. You're in the <laughs> House of Representatives. <laughs> and I have no desire to make tender, sweet love. Plus, John Thune is going to walk in any minute now. You That's don't want right. him to. John Thune, as you know, Keith, yeah. is a Greek god. Greek god. Have the body of a Greek god. Yeah, he does. I, I mean, I've heard he's had... <laughs> yes, I've heard that. <clears throat> what? <laughs> Wait, what? All <laughs> right. Also, you know, speaking of uh, the election to come, and uh, were we? Actually, I don't, I don't think we were, but... Um, we're, what happened to my? Uh, what are you looking for? I'm looking for my Al Al Gore stuff because yeah. uh, Al Al had a nice little tweet. Oh here. yeah, he tweeted out a picture of he and Greta, with Greta. yesterday. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, with Greta, Greta of of right. the uh, lecturing lecturing adults uh, fame that she she goes everywhere around the world and just lectures people. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, uh-huh. and all you can talk about Who is money. And fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, uh, except no. I also care um, about getting the facts and the science right. Mm-hmm. I believe scientists, journalists, and advocates have an obligation to represent climate science accurately, yes. even if doing so reduces the ah. saliency of our issue. No. No credible scientific body has claimed climate change threatens the collapse of civilization, mm-hmm. much less the extinction of the human species. Okay. And yet some activists, scientists, and journalists have made such apocalyptic assertions 
which yeah. I believe contribute to rising levels of anxiety, including among adolescents. Yeah, and like the adolescent you just heard from, who's just, I mean, she's hysterical about it. She, yep. Somebody please get the message to her. It is not cataclysmic. Greta, it's going to be okay, Putin. Okay? Calm down. Um, maybe look into a few other facts. Listen to somebody other than the leftist psychotics you've been listening to. And I, I think you'll have a, a better life. Really, you won't have to fear for your very existence every minute that you're on this earth. Meanwhile, Al Gore met Greta. I guess the two of them, I, I'm sure they had a lot to discuss. Because Al is just as bad as she is. Al wants to, Al wants to hype this thing out of all reason. Uh, and he has said so in the past that even if you have to exaggerate the facts, it's worth it because we need to get people fired up about it. Anyway, he tweeted out, great to see Greta Thunberg today once again. Once again, I was struck <laughs> by her potent and sobering call to action. <laughs> Nobody speaks truth to power as she does. Our health is still on fire. Your action is fueling the flames by the hour. Yeah, your action is fueling the flames a lot more than mine is, Al. Your stinking carbon footprint is probably 20 times what mine is. What was the other thing that he said? Something about um, uh, this is our uh, Dunkirk or something? What do you call it? Yeah, this is our... uh, 9-11. He just tweeted this out, I think, yesterday. This is our Thermopylae. It's our Thermopylae. This is Agincourt. This is the Battle of the Bulge. This is Dunkirk. <laughs> this is 9-11. We have to rise to this occasion. What in the world? So bad. I mean, so bad. Every catastrophic battle, This that's what this is. Every... Every tragedy, every nightmare that you've ever heard of, climate change is all of that rolled up into one. Jeez, that is <laughs> unreal. This is Thermopylae. Uh-huh. So it's about 300 Spartans against uh, 300,000. Oh, that's what that was? Uh, Persians. Wow, who yeah. won? <laughs> well, eventually the, eventually the Persians won. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there was, again, 300,000 of them. That was a little bit more. There were 300 Spartans, but I think the total Greeks in the area was around 7,000. So what's the uh, what's, what's the ratio at the Alamo? Uh, the Alamo and, was and this, you know. Alamo was ratio. he didn't say Alamo, but yeah. that was that was a pretty a lopsided uh-huh. battle as well. Uh-huh. And they held them off for a while, right? Too. That was like eight or nine or ten thousand to two hundred or one hundred eighty-seven, huh. wasn't it? I think Alamo was one hundred eighty-seven. I mean, you're gonna make me. First of all, you're making me Google facts. Then you're going to ask me to do math. I mean, you are. How long is the commercial break coming yeah, up? That's a little, little too much to ask. I realize that. But oh. this is Thermopylae. This is Agincourt. This is the Battle of the Bulge. These are our tools. One thin September soon, a yeah. floating continent disappears in the midnight sun. The midnight sun. Vapors rise as fever settles on an acid sea. Neptune's bones dissolve. dissolve. Snow glides from the mountain. Ice fathers floods for, for a season. season. Hard rain Hard comes rain quickly. Comes quickly. Then dirt is parched. Dirt parched. Kindling Thirsty. is placed in the forest for, for the, the lightning, lightning celebration. celebration. 
Unknown creatures take their leave leave unmourned, unmourned. horsemen ready their stirrups. Passion seeks heroes and friends, the bell of the city on the hill is rung, rung. the shepherd cries, the hour of choosing has arrived. Here are your tools. tools. Wow. Wow. I'm so glad you read Mm -hmm. that. I was really, I'm very happy. Thanks for asking me. I'm (laughs) happy to hear it in your voice. Thank you. Kiss me now. Kiss, Kiss me, if you would. I think we've grown so close. In the last few minutes, Harry. I'm sorry? Harry, please kiss me. What now. is happening? <laughs> is, this, is this after they went to commercial break? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what happened when they went to the uh, Wanna the laundry detergent commercial. So. Oh, no. We thank, we thank Harry for asking you more than you thank Harry for asking you, Al. That's for sure. Because that has provided fun for I don't know how long. <laughs> ten years or more? Yeah. Probably more than oh, ten Oh, more years. than that. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> Here are your tools. Here are your tools. Uh, hard rain falls. That man, on an uh, acid sea. What was that? 537 votes from becoming president of the United States. And I, how different would life have been oh, with him? How different? Yeah. Um, there'd been no buffer before Obama. And what would have happened? <laughs> what would have happened with 9/11? Yeah. Oh. Would we have done anything about it? I doubt it. Yeah, we would have. We would have gone over there and done some bombing raids. I mean, they would have, of course, yeah, been that's planned. Been it. They would have been planned around like where the uh, uh, spotted wooded owl nesting sites were. Yes, right. But but that's. What, I really do miss the 90s. I was really um, having some nostalgia last night when I saw that tweet. Somebody uh, tagged me on that. Um, I I miss the 90s when Al Gore didn't talk much at all. Mm-hmm. That was good times. Yeah, Those that, were good that, times. That were good times. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. It, we have lucked out though and dodged a bullet in that he has not run again since then. Yeah. And I really thought, you know, I don't know about 2016. Yeah, it was 2016, wasn't it? When I said if if he yeah. came out of retirement and got back into this race, he would have been dangerous. He would have been dangerous because he was he was hailed as. You know this hero now of a whole generation. I mean, yeah, he, he was the anti-Bush in 2000, uh-huh. and I'm sure if he had gotten in early enough in 2008, he would have been because everyone was so upset with Bush, right, right and left, and it's time to clean house. Whoever the Democrats nominated would have been the president in 2008. Let's just face it. Yes, because we didn't have a good we didn't have a good candidate. Correct, and and the charm and the the fake. Uh, persona that was all the there. awards, the packaging of Obama, um, uh, vaulted him in the candidacy, but in the presidency. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if Obama has Al Gore to think more than anyone for him becoming president, because if he gets mm. in early before people really start uh, talking about Obama, he meant win. Then we may not have had to yeah live through Obama. Instead, we would have lived through Gore. Ugh. I don't know how you win that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which would have been Boris, really. Gore, Obama. They were, they're both nightmares. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Did you know the dry dog food must have a two to three year shelf life? It's got to last for three years on the shelf. Uh, dry dog food manufacturers sterilize the food when they make it. So it kills everything, every living thing on the food that is good for your pet. Uh, so that's the unfortunate side effect of it. The probiotics, the enzymes, the vitamins, the healthy microbacteria, all that stuff that your dog needs goes away. So you're not getting that in your dog food. Well, your dog's not getting that because they're basically eating dead food. 
So that's why I'm so happy to have found Rough Greens Vitasmart. First of all, it's not dog food. It's a healthy supplement that puts into your dog's food all the live nutrients necessary for superior dog health. Things like omega-3, omega-6, omega-9, the probiotics, the enzymes. No matter what you feed your dog, this supplement uh, will help make your dog healthier. Nice. Rough Greens Vitasmart. It's R-U-F-F. Rough Greens Vitasmart. It'll make your dog's food better. So if you want to see your dog thrive again, just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. Or call 833-MY-DOG-33. Pat Gray. I do. It's true. And uh, welcome. Thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Enjoying the trial so far? Man, is it fun. Oh, boy. I can't get enough of it. Is that right? You know what I do? I watch it. While I'm taping it, and then later on, <clears throat> when I'm just relaxing, I watch it again because uh, the second time around, yeah. you know, you're able to soak in so much more because you heard it the first time, you kind of assimilate it, you get some time to think about it, and then <laughs> you watch it again, and you're like, oh yeah, I missed that the first time around. It's, it's subtle nuances of uh, the smarmy smugness of Adam Schiff, you know, and then you get all of it. It's yeah. great. It's yeah, really great. Mm-hmm. It is. And when, when they start talking about the Constitution of the Founding Fathers. And, yes. Because you know how much they love them. You know how much they care. They really do. What was it Nancy Pelosi said a while ago to that reporter? Madam Speaker, where, where specifically does the uh, the Constitution grant Congress the authority to enact an individual health insurance mm-hmm. mandate? Hmm. Are you serious? Are you serious? (laughs) Not once, but twice. How dare you ask me about that stupid document? But now, she's fallen head over heels in love with it. Now, she keeps it close to her heart when she goes to bed at night. It's really really wonderful how much in love she is with the Constitution. A couple of years ago, it was, are you serious? (laughs) What are you asking me about that thing for? That dusty old document by slave owners. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Keystone Pig tweets: Our children can't marry, have sex, or get a job as a minor, but they can have an abortion <clears throat> and undergo sex change surgery. So seriously, yeah, yeah, that makes and perfect. Be sure sense. to put them in a car seat too, right? <laughs> Scotty Sweatman, is it just me or does that Russian doll kind of look like Vladimir Putin? Oh no, in That's a dress. Sick. What do you think? <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Oh, all uh, right. Uh, Kent Decker, <laughs> I suppose f- future Mr. Potato Heads will come with two sets of gender so that you can choose which to stick on. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. You ain't kidding. <clears throat> the Steve 42, I'm old enough to remember when states didn't ban treatment of transgender youth because there was no such thing as transgender. Are you really old enough to remember that? Because that was, was like late last Let's year. How old were you late last year? Check that watch. Yeah. Huh. Glenn Amurgis, you know what goes great with an impeachment hearing? Milk. <laughs> the old, that's, a, that's a nice reference from the uh, Patton's two days when uh, Jeffy would bug us with the milk thing. You know what goes great with this? Milk. After every everything we ever tried. Everything you eat. Uh, mm-hmm. Gay frogs' lives matter. <laughs> tweets, 
IP, IPCC. Hey, so it's warming up a little bit. Don't be alarmed, but let's keep an eye on it. Leftists. It's the apocalypse! 12 years left! Science deniers! How dare you! <laughs> Normal human beings, what is the matter with you people? Uh, uh. That's exactly how it's going. It's exactly how it's going. And they won't stop either. They've been told over and over. They've been told by the IPCC. They've been told by Michael Schellenberger and other experts. Nobody's saying this. Stop it. But they won't. They don't because they don't care. They want to freak people out. They want your kids to uh, be afraid. They want the fear mongering to continue because that's how they think they're going to get us to act. Uh, it's I. It's unbelievable. Uh, real, real quick sidetrack. Someone had me thinking there. One of the tweets, uh, I think Steve said, um, Mr. Potato Head in the future is going to come with uh, different appendages, you know, you want to put on, depending yep. if you want a Mr. Potato Head or Mrs. Potato Head. So I looked up Hasbro <clears throat> just to see who they've been giving politically to over the years. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to say that the Mr. Potato Head doll with the removable parts down there. Probably already prepared. Probably, yeah, they probably already have it designed. Because since the 90s, if you look at their political givings over the years... And this is, again, Hasbro? Hasbro. Okay. The makers of Mr. Potato Head. Uh, between, in the 90 to 100% range, Democrats get money compared to Republicans from Hasbro. So... Shouldn't surprise anybody. My point is, mm-hmm. they're obviously left-leaning over at Hasbro, and I think they're going to lean into exactly what you said, the... Um, Transgender Mr. Potato Head. It's coming. Write that down. Write that down. Steve, you're absolutely right. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Take that to the bank. I mean, all of these, it's not a surprise anymore. All of these companies, for some reason, uh, are run by left-wing boneheads. Verizon, AT&T, uh, certainly Comcast. Ugh, it's just agonizing. Uh, 888-933-93. Apparently, uh, Netflix has changed its definition of what constitutes watching one of their shows. They lowered it to uh, two minutes. So what? if you watch, if you click on it and you watch it for two minutes, uh-huh. you watched it. You watched it. You watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's their service. They could do what they want. But this is a great way to inflate their numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're apparently trying to do. But they claim that new show they came out with, uh, The Witcher. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. I dropped Netflix. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I did that, yeah. How long has it been? A month or two? More than that? Two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, So, The Witcher has been watched, they claim, (laughs) in the first four weeks by 76 million people. Okay. 76 that's respectable that's yes yes that's respectable Uh oh wait there's a i i I can hear a shoe and it's starting to drop (laughs) no well they're i mean they inflated that number by saying that two minutes were so you don't have the so i don't have the the, real i don't i because they won't release that exactly okay they won't also but here's what happens if you if we mean the whole or if you went by radio rules and you had to watch 15 minutes worth they don't have any of those figures because it'd be so much lower. I mean, I, I don't know how much, but it would cut a good percentage of that down. Uh, but so that's why people in the 
industry are a little pissed off at Netflix because they've got these inflated numbers, and it makes it sound like people watch their movies far more than anybody else's. Disney or you know Universal or anybody, all of them combined wouldn't probably add up to seventy six million people. Um, but uh. But, you know, again, it's their service, and they it's their numbers, and they can do whatever they want, and it seems to be working because they have, I don't know, 150 million subscribers worldwide, which uh, seems seems pretty desirable. It would be nice. Uh, nobody else on this planet has 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 those kinds of numbers. 888 All right, coming up in a few minutes, we've got to give you this uh, these Bernie Sanders staffers. People on his campaign that are saying just unbelievable things, unbelievably violent and unbelievably uh, revolutionary things. And they, as far as I know, as of yesterday, still hadn't been fired. And I I don't think they've still been fired. It comes from James O'Keefe, who does these undercover videos that are always completely ignored by the mainstream media. Nobody pays a bit of attention to him. And he's done some amazing undercover work that has exposed, like Planned Parenthood, for instance, and showed us that they sell baby body parts. Uh, and nobody cared about that. And no one cares about this. But I think uh, I think you will. We'll get into that, show you what these um, staffers are saying. These are paid staff, low level, but still paid staff. With the Bernie Sanders campaign. We'll get into that in just a minute. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. Triple Eight, 933 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Trisha Sanders tweets, for some reason when I hear Al Gore speak, I can hear him say, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Uh, Nana Pathead tweets, uh, hats off to the Pathead who likened the Russian transgender doll to Putin. It's the Pathead tweet of the day because we all know Putin is just a little weenie. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that you there. Need the, you know what yeah, you need. a rim shot there. We all know he's just a little weenie. Right there. Uh, Pilled out posse. Now they can say Mrs. Potato Head has bro parts. Oh, yes. See, Hasbro. Hasbro. Uh, Parts. Uh, that's the padded tweet of the day. <laughs> there. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, um, uh, Kent Decker, you're the one that came up with the uh, the thought. I said Steve42. Um, Kent Decker was saying that there will be a transgender Mr. Potato Head in the future, and I completely agree. That is coming. Mm. Yep. Especially since they give all their money to Democrats, so that leads you to believe, yeah, yeah, they're radicals. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, we got to get to this birdie stuff because it's gotten so little play. And uh, Glenn was talking about this yesterday. It really, it's worth mentioning because if this had happened on the Republican side, if this, if this was a person on the staff of Donald Trump's campaign, even if it's a low level staffer saying, "Oh man, uh, we love the skinheads. We we've got to." Uh, you got to get the skinheads more involved here. You know what? Uh, and and get these minorities out of this country. It's something like that. 
it wouldn't matter how low level that staffer was. They would be, this would lead every single newscast. Listen to this Bernie staffer from last week. This might have been the first one last week or the week before. Who's talking about kill people, killing people who are against the uh, big Bernie revolution. We don't want to have to like eliminate people, right? But if people are going to try to fight back against the revolution, like when you hear about like uh, so like atrocities committed by like in Cuba, like Fidel and Che, like killing people, like, like those killing. people that were actively like they were like, like anti-revolution, they were like they were they were fighting against the revolution. Like in any war, like right. if you like when you guys were in war. And you encountered people that were fighting against you. What did you do to those people? Right? Yeah. I mean, kill that same thing. Same thing holds true in revolution, right? Like you can't abide wow. people like actively working against your revolution. Okay, you can't abide people like acti- actively like working against like your like revolution, like you know. I- <laughs> Dangerous man. So dangerous. So unbelievable. See, that's what happens when you're talking revolution. The Bernie revolution. But that's just yeah. some guy, right? That's not... Uh, that's a low-level sta- low so, staffer on his But it's not like the staff. campaign's paying no. him to be a part. Yeah, they are paying Wait, I'm him. I'm sorry. Well, it's not like he's yeah. a... Okay, it's a paid not, staff. Right, okay. But it's not like he's on the paid staff of someone who has a legi- legitimate shot at becoming the... Yeah, yeah it is. Nominee. It is like that. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and again, if that's a Trump supporter saying something extreme on the right, oh, yeah. would they just ignore it? No. Would they just say, ah, it's a low-level staff. Of course, you've got some nuts on the campaign. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what they would do. You expect us to police everybody? That, I mean, yeah. We're across 50 states. Come on. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you're talking revolution, and Sanders is, he might not be admitting that he's talking about this kind of revolution where you kill people if they disagree with you. But that's what you're going to get. You're going to get people who believe in the Cuban revolution of Fidel Castro. And then if you don't go along, I'm sorry, we're going to kill you. Because, like, that's what you do in a, like, revolution. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, then we have uh, Martin Weisgarber. Starting a revolution. He's going to start a revolution if Bernie Sanders loses. Uh, listen to this bonehead staffer on uh, on his campaign. Knock on wood. If Bernie, right, if Bernie was to lose, I would like to see yellow vest protests like here. Like, here's another I'm already on here. Twitter following numerous groups around the country that are ready to organize yellow vest protests. Okay. I mean, I'm ready. Let me know. I'm ready to start tearing bricks up and start fighting. Good. I'm not. Are you? Are you? I'm no, no cop, bro. I'm not. No. Cap, I'll start up, up, get arms. I want to swim out to shoot and go train. I'm ready for the revolution. Right. He's ready for revolution. Good stuff. Guillotine the rich. Hell yeah. The guillotine's very humane, too. Yeah. It's humane. It's humane. It's more humane than the cool. That would, no, I mean, that's debatable. So, uh, there you got the guy egging him on a little bit by saying guillotine the rich. But still, you've got you have the staffer saying, "I am ready for revolution. I'm ready to start shooting people if Bernie loses." They're ready to set fire to Milwaukee and uh, cities beyond. 
if if I lived in Milwaukee, I'd be a little leery about this Democrat convention coming up. Because if Bernie loses, I, you have people like that who are that insane, that revolutionary, that violent. You And you can't help but. They're socialists. You have Bernie who's an avowed socialist. You think all the socialists that are following him around now are peaceful socialists? No, that would be pretty amazing because as a rule, socialism leads to violence. Uh, July 13th through 16th. That's when Milwaukee will have the... Mm. Democratic National Convention in their town. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. It's really scary. And he's not going to win the nomination. I mean, they're they're kidding themselves. They're fooling themselves if they believe Bernie Sanders is gonna is going to win that convention. He's not. He's not. He may not even be a candidate by then. I mean, by the by the convention, it should be it should be settled. Right? It should be Joe Biden. Uh, that stands up at that convention. You st- do you think he's not going to win? I haven't thought he's going to win since the first debate. And you st- you're still there, even with the polling data. You're still there. I'm still there. I don't think I don't know mm. who. I don't have an answer for you. I just know it's not going to be Bur- uh, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I think it still is. Okay. So we'll see. Yep. And I think it's pretty clear Hillary is not part of this thing. She can't be now, right? She's been unless there's a brokered convention, unless there's some kind of, you know amazing situation that hasn't happened since was it 68 um unless we have something like that you're gonna have it already decided and i i think especially since biden's in the lead again in iowa uh he should have this thing wrapped up by super tuesday we'll see i don't know maybe not there's still a bunch of candidates they're all hanging in there 15 of them i think think of how unpredictable and chaotic our world is Nothing ever makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it just stands to reason that this go around with the Democrats isn't going to make sense either. Something weird is going to happen. Very possible. I don't know who. That's yeah, very possible. But um, yeah, I mean, in, don't underestimate uh, Clementum either. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar and Clementum. Yeah, I would never underestimate that. Uh-huh. You do that at your own peril, my friend. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. 888 Also, we have the Super Bowl coming up. Not this Sunday, but the Sunday after. So tomorrow, there's no there, there's no uh, more on trivia tomorrow. There's no more on trivia tomorrow. And then there's a Pro Bowl you know, over the weekend. I know you're going to be watching that. Um, oh, am oh, I? You know what? I forgot to talk to you about this. I've got... Um, there's two new Pro Bowl rules they're going to try out. They're going to try out two rules <clears throat> where... Um, Let's see. Uh, oh, I heard about one of them. Which one did you hear about? I heard about instead of an onside kick, uh huh, yeah, you get the ball first and fifteen from your own twenty-five. Twenty-five. And if you don't get that first down, then the they other get team the, gets ball. the ball at the dead spot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so there's that, and then um, let's see. I guess that's the uh, best one here. I had another one here. Let's see, twenty-five yard line. Oh well. There was another one about a false start penalty. Uh, I don't know if a flex. Uh, so I get, oh, so you can lift your leg, but you can't. Uh, so it's not a false start if you if you lift your leg to go. Anyway, oh. let me try that. Okay, so I got a couple of new. It's gonna be uh, hmm. playing around with the rules there. I you know, it seems like a a little too easy to do the. Right, you're gonna draw the other team. I I mean that I I do that all the time. I know. 
And we already know Tyreek Hill knows how to lift his leg. And the 4th and 15 from the 25, that's going to be a lot easier to get than a, than an onside kick, especially with the new rules yeah, for the onside kick. Yeah, you can get a running kick. start. They yeah. only get that 10% of the time. 4th and 15, you could get... You can get that on a fairly decent percentage of times. <laughs> I will say one of the very few moments of glory huh. this year for the Atlanta Falcons is they recovered three onside kicks in a row. That was fun. That was Thanksgiving night against Did they the really? Saints. One of them they called back on a penalty, which was not a penalty, so I call it legit. Yeah. Three in a row, Thanksgiving night against Saints. That was fun. Yeah, because it almost never happens exactly. anymore. It, that's exactly right. Huh. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Super Bowl halftime show is... Uh, it's J-Lo and um, Shakira. It's J-Lo and Shakira. And so you got the Chiefs and 49ers now, the most uh, expensive Super Bowl uh, ticket ever uh, in Miami there. Is it really? Yeah, right now it's going for the... So, oh, $6,232. What are we Stu's paying this year for That's a Super Bowl ticket? That's the average yeah. resale price. Stu, if you can hear my voice, send me a note. Tell me how much you're paying for your tickets this year. He won't. He won't tell you. I know he won't. The average price for tickets sold in the past 24 hours was even higher, $6,785. $6,700. So to take two people, you're talking about $13,000? That's I'm No. Jeremy Stewart uh, Who can dumb. afford that? Uh, it's really sad that they've, you know, regular people just can't go. You can't pay that kind of money. Kansas City Chiefs would be uh, obviously oh. uh, in there for the first time in 50 years. People really want to see it. Uh, but there's something called um, television where you can see yeah, it yeah. for free. Yeah, by the way, uh, so I printed that up for you. Um, this just this just broke, this news story. The average price is now 8904 Oh, it's gone up since you printed this? <laughs> yes. That's $8,900, so it's ni- l- legitimately $9,000. Wow. They say <laughs> when you printed this up, the cheapest seat listed on seat geek geek is was uh, five thousand seven hundred dollars the most expensive was seventy thousand one hundred fifty three dollars oh my goodness okay so here is here is where the average wow. ticket price okay okay ended up this is the highest average ticket price to a super bowl it was 2015 between the patriots and seahawks the average price was nine thousand seven twenty three so this is gonna get this is gonna pass it because it's already it's already legitimately the second highest. That's ridiculous. And it's just gonna go up as we get closer, right? Yep. I think that's. Oh, how I that would works. think so. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. If you're looking to go with a big group, you can get an 18 person suite though. Oh, how much is that? Just, I mean, you know, four hundred thirty nine thousand dollars. You could get an 18-person suite for $439,000. You can change back from your $500,000 bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you could buy a McMansion mm-hmm. and invite the same people mm-hmm. over to watch the game. In Dallas, $439,000 oh, get you a house. Really a nice, nice house. Very nice, yeah. So seriously, and then when the game's over, everybody goes home and you still have that house. That's the right. stupidest thing I've ever heard. I, right. I cannot. I don't care how rich you are. To pay $439,000 for the for the game when you could spend that on so many other different things. We were in Houston um, mm. before the Patriots and Falcons Super Bowl. Okay. Mm-hmm. We went down the NFL experience, did some stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't for a nanosecond, even if I could afford it, consider buying tickets to see the Falcons in the Super Bowl. 
I love watching this team. I will say that whenever I see them on the road, they give up more than 50 points, but I digress. But it, it never occurred to me to actually look into spending this fortune mm-hmm. to go to these games. I would much rather watch it at home. Yeah, I would too. That's, I, 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 just, would too. I, I just can't, I can't identify with that. Hmm. Uh, plus, there's going to be a, an interesting ad, I guess, during the Super Bowl. From uh, the Planters Peanut People. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah, I think we have the ad, don't we? We get the Super Bowl. Here's the Planters Peanut Super Bowl ad. Get the tissues out. Oh, look out! Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Matt, let go. No, you let go. Hey, Mr. Peanut, no, you don't. Don't do it, Mr. Peanut. They're dangling. Maybe he'll be all right. Oh, no. See? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, oh, no. Mr. Peanut, 1916 to 2020. Mr. Peanut dies. He's gone. In the new Planters ad. I mean, he lived a good life. He did. 104 years. 104 years old. Now he's gone. So in case you're listening to the podcast, uh, Mr. Peanut's driving a peanut mobile. They see an armadillo on the road. He swerves and he ends up... And they fall out the back. <laughs> And they hang on to a limb. Uh, over a canyon. And the limb is breaking, so yeah. Mr. Peanut sacrifices himself to save his two friends. I'm, and uh, apparently he dies. What a selfless... Right? Peanut. He sacrificed himself. A lot of peanuts wouldn't do that. Right. So so, uh, so Rob has a theory. It's going to be like a comic book death, and they're probably bringing him <clears throat> back. That's what I'm wondering, yeah. too. Like, what, is peanut butter? What are they going to bring him back as? I don't know. You saw what just happened to the man. I saw. Or to the nut. Yeah. But maybe he wasn't near the uh, the bus when it exploded. I mean, he might have fallen somewhere else. So, and by the way, why did the bus explode when he fell on it? What happened there? What does that tell you about their product? Yeah. What is it made out of? <laughs> uh, so hold on. Who's in? Hold on a second. Who is in that commercial with him, Rom? Get on the big squawk box here. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes was in there. That was the black guy in there. So who? What? Was the, who was the white dude? No, I, I the, didn't recognize either of them. Play that again. I didn't notice that was Wesley Snipes. No. Who is that? All right, they're hanging from the limb now. Matt, let go. No, you let go. Huh? Hey, Mr. Peanut. No, you don't. Don't do it, Mr. Peanut. Oh, Matt Walsh from Veep. Okay. I don't know that show. Maybe he'll be all right. <laughs> okay, so they're both actors. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Didn't recognize either no. one of them. What's he been doing? What's, what 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 hmm. has Wesley Snipes been doing for the last twenty years? Uh, not paying his income taxes for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> kinda, he can probably afford that now problem. since it doesn't sound like he's been doing much work. <laughs> uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Yesterday we we played this fun video uh, that was sort of a parody of what happened with the Astros, you know, because they were stealing signs. So this, this uh, we were sent a video where an adult male, a coach, is throwing... Coach Brian, yeah. Is is throwing pitches to... <laughs> you want to see it again? Or a little key? Yeah, let's just play it. Okay. Oh, good Kid hit, hammers man. it. Wait, what's the buzzing going on there? there? And then there's a buzzing. So he beans him in the head. <laughs> He's stealing signs. I can hear the buzzing. You're trying to freaking steal my signs, you little turd. No, it's my sofa. I had it on vibrate. 
vibrate. Man. <laughs> My mom texted me and said I have a spelling test tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but tell your mom that we can worry about spelling or yeah. how to spell after practice. Yeah, tell your good mom point. to steal my freaking son. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, it's funny. Uh, it's Coach, I, I called him Coach Brian. Coach Scott Bergen. And um, he uh, texted uh, or tweeted us right after the show um, and told us that his mom, Carol, and his aunt, Liz, have been daily listeners of uh, you guys. Glenn uh-huh. and Pat, look at that. Um, Oh, yeah. nice. And then... Uh, Hardcore fans of us yeah. at the Blaze was uh-huh. watching on the app when we talked about the video. That's really cool. Uh, so that's fun. Yep. And so anyhow, so... Anyway. That's really cool. They're, they're yeah. a big fan. So hello to uh, Carol, Liz, and of course Scott, who now goes by the name Brian because I said so. <laughs> anyhow, uh, so he, so we found some other ones. Uh, I don't know if you want... Uh, yeah, he, he makes a lot of these videos. He's got another one where he gives a pep talk to <laughs> the kids after a game. <laughs> Uh, and here's a here's a look at his pep talk. <laughs> okay, uh, I want to make this is our last night. I do understand last game of the season. Aiden eyes on me. Aiden eyes on me. I want to make sure you guys remember what our goals are when we step on this field. Jackson with an X. What's one of our goals when we step on this field? To do your best game. Okay, not even close. Uh, Blaine with a Y. Blaine's not here. Blaine, not do you remember that bloody nose you got? Okay, good. What's one of our goals when we step on this field? We try, we try, we do our best and try, and try to win. Okay. Try I to like win. the second half. Try to win. Nate, you got another one? Rylan, you don't have any other goals. Aiden? Kids aren't doing very okay, well. Okay, negative goals. Ghost Rider. All right. Wow. Did we learn anything this season? <laughs> yes. Our goal, our goals, no, not even close. Our goals <laughs> are, listen, listen, our goals are to hit dingers. Everybody better have their eyes on me. Eyes on me, Rylan. Hit dingers. Disgrace the pitcher's family. Make the other families, other players cry and stomp their butts into the ground. Does everyone understand that? Does everybody understand that? Look, fellas, look, look, look. There are two types of people in this world. There's two types of people in this world. There's winners and there's losers. Just so that we're clear, every time we step on this field, our goal is to be a winner. And if your dad has said, oh, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, just as long as you have fun, well, I hate to say it, your dad's a loser. Okay? So let's get, a, let's get our hands in. That team's pretty good, but we are gooder. So let's go gooder on three. Let's go gooder on three. Here we go. Hands in. Hands in. Hands in. Come on. Talk to your English teacher here. Get her on three. One, two, three, go! All right. All right. Go. That's really fun. <laughs> What's our goal, kids? To do our best. Not even close. Not even close. <sighs> He's got some good stuff up there. Uh, if you want to check it out, uh, we will tweet out uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, YouTube channel that uh, Scott posts some fun stuff, baseball-related videos. It's kind of the win-at-all-cost Astros uh, feel to it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's great. No matter what it takes, if we have to steal people's signs, if we have to cheat, if we have to lie, steal, steal, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, just do it. 
and, the stink and do it. Yeah, and he says he makes those just to kind of poke fun at the. Oh, I'm uh, sure. Yeah, at the. It's amazing. Cost parents. It's kind of amazing though that he's able to do that, and people aren't getting all hacked off about it. Because even though it's obviously uh, for fun, nobody nobody takes things like a joke anymore. Mm-mm. You know, they always nope. take things too seriously. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We've got this latest civil asset forfeiture thing we got to get into tomorrow. Oh no! This is amazing. A, a family is suing the TSA now uh, after an eighty. No, he's seventy. Okay, seventy nine. Seventy nine year old man's. Life savings stored in a Tupperware box were seized at the airport for no apparent reason, other than the fact that there were there was eighty two thousand dollars in oh. this Tupperware box. Now his daughter was taking them back with her to where she lived in Boston to put deposit them in a bank because uh, he had been holding all his life savings in a Tupperware box, and she's like, "Dad, we we should probably put this in a bank." And so she was going to take it back home with her and put it in a bank. Well, uh, she put it in her carry-on luggage. And so they scanned it, saw that there was cash in there, uh-huh. and took it. Yeah, well, then there It you was go. suspicious. Mm-hmm. So yep. I guess what happens is uh, your constitutional rights end as soon as you enter the terminal of a, of a U.S. airport? Is that what happens? I, I don't know. I, I wasn't aware of that prior to I'm this. I'm looking at a USA Today article, um, how to travel mm-hmm. on an airline with cash, mm-hmm. and it l- says there's no legal limit, and there shouldn't be. That, wh- why no, would there right, be? Right, right. The only legal amount is if it's uh, more than 10000 internationally you're traveling, then you have to declare it on your customs form. But domestically, right? I mean, where yeah, domestically, she? they're just flying. She's flying from uh, Pittsburgh to Boston. This is horrible. It's horrific, and he's going to end up spending his life savings trying to win it back, battling the government in court over this money. Yes, it's unbelievable. And we've got story after story after story of this civil asset forfeiture, and it still hasn't stopped, despite the fact. And we'll talk about this a little bit too, because there was just a Supreme Court ruling about this. Last year, do you remember that? And we said, oh, good, it's about time. Maybe this will stop this madness. Nope, it hasn't. So uh, put that on the docket for tomorrow and much more as well. Uh, Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed, we'll see you then.